Alhamdulillah 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 ومن اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله والسلام تسليما صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لسان يفقه قولي respected brothers respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home Alhamdulillah in our sessions after Tarawi we have been discussing very important issues relating to Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu wassalam understanding the birth of Adam alayhi salatu wassalam is of paramount importance Adam alayhi salatu wa salam ki takhliq ka ilm na ho to fir wo insan jahil mutlaq especially in the times that we live in where our children and our youth are completely brainwashed in schools in universities some of them still think that Ashraful Makhluqat human beings were once monkeys and apes and this scientific theory of mutation took place and all of a sudden homo sapiens spring out Astaghfirullah al-Azim In the four to five sessions, we have covered very important issues. In the last session, the birth of Adam alayhi salatu was salam was very comprehensively covered. When we look at Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam, some of the great titles given to him, privileges given to him, he is unique and alone in that honor. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him masjude malaika. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave an order, a command to that creation which Allah has created from light, from nur, who are constantly in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, لا يعصون الله 
they never ever break any command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know them to be as the angels, the malaika. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to the malaika, to the angels, I want you to prostrate, make sajda to Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. Which is recorded in the beautiful kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِذْ قُلْنَا لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ اسْجُدُوا لِآدَمِ And remember when we said to the angels, prostrates, bow down, sarko pura pura jukado, prostrates, لِآدَمَ آدَمَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ كِلِيَ فَسَجَدُوا All the angels, every single one of them, obeying the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, put their heads down in front of Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu wassalam illa Iblis except for Iblis insha'Allah ta'ala in the 20 minutes, 25 minutes that we have I wish to touch on some very important issues <coughs> when we look at the text of the Quran Allah has given a clear command to the angels. Possibly a question may arise in the mind of someone that here the command of prostration is given to the angels, to the malaika. Iblis was not an angel. Iblis was not an angel. But someone may kisi ko ishkal ho sakta hai ke farishto ko hukum diya gaya hai sajde ke liye. اور ابلیس تو فرشتہ نہیں تھا کانا من الجن یہ تو جن تھا جنات میں سے تھا مفسرین have given an answer to that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's order of prostration was given to the most superior creation in the heavens at that time which were the malaika the angels and by giving the command to a creation which is superior, naturally those that are much inferior to the angels are also included in the hukam in the command. But some of the ulama have also mentioned that Iblis, this one jinn, he would stay in the company of the malaika, he would stay in the heavens. And he lived with the malaika, so this hukam was also for the iblis, and he knew that very, very well. He was there when the hukam was given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fasajadu, so everyone prostrated except for iblis. Another in, important issue that we have to understand ulama have me- mentioned that in the previous communities, Sajda, this act of prostration was something that was common. Something that people would do as a form of greeting, not out of an act of worship. So people would greet honorable people like parents, scholars, pious people, and the method of greeting was also to bow down or to prostrate in front of them. This was accepted before the coming of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. 
It is like in our times we say Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah and we shake the hands and sometimes we embrace each other jaise hum muanaka kehte hain baaz e kehte hain ki eid ke din muanaka karna bidat hai subhanallah alazim they get so sufi mashallah and then they t- start taking out fatwas from their own pockets we make islam so difficult for ourselves and this is where sometimes the arabs we have to admire they leave every masla in its own position mauli sahab hamesha pagri pehante ek din pagri nahi pehni oh mauli sahab you were in town without a pagri ha huh? you were in town without a amama oh i don't buy you today you have without the miswak ha huh? you've done your four months yani jo cheez sunnat hai usko farz bana dete this is our mentality the indians and the pakistanis and the asian mentality the arabs don't have that mentality they weigh everything in its right capacity they understand they have a clear understanding alhamdulillah every community is blessed so iblis now he did not prostrate to hazrat adam alayhi salatu wassalam now this prostration or going back to this masla that prostration was jaiz in the previous communities and in the quran allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given examples for an example hazrat yusuf alayhi salatu wassalam when the father of yusuf alayhi salatu wassalam and the brothers came to egypt and they found out that yusuf alayhi salatu wassalam is in this position that he is the financial minister of egypt and not only the financial minister but the one and only his hukumat was the ultimate hukumat of egypt people would listen to him and obey him when the father came to egypt with the sons the brothers of yusuf alayhi salatu wassalam they all prostrated to hazrat yusuf alayhi salatu wassalam so from this ayat karima we understand that sujood was something that was practiced in the previous communities but in the ummah of nabiy kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the sharia of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam this posture of ruku and sujood has been excluded has been completely excluded these are two features main postures in salah which are only done for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we do ruku for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in every unit of prayers we do two sujood to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that is why according to the sharia of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam if you are going to greet someone and if you bow down too much that is not jaiz a lot of people become they really want to go low down and greet someone and say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah this is not jaiz so you have to be straight and do assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah because ruku and sujood are clearly two postures that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has reserved in the salah as an act of worship to surrender and to humble yourselves in front of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this was allowed in the previous communities so in the time of adam alayhi salatu wassalam the reason why the malaika prostrated was not an act of worship but this was reverence given to him 
honor, izzat given to him, privilege that was given to him. Illa Iblis, Iblis did not do sajda to Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam. Iblis was known as Ta'usul Malaika. Allah had given him a lot of knowledge because of his excessive ibadat, worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and remembering him and doing the zikr of Allah ardently. Allah had given him honor. He was Ta'usul Malaika. Literally Ta'usul Malaika would mean the peacock amongst the angels. Peacock is an animal which is very very beautiful. Allah has given it beautiful colors. It's a very beautiful animal. So he was the peacock amongst the angels. Ta'usul Malaika. Great privilege and honor was given to him. But pride, vanity, arrogance, takabbur was still inside. The seed of pride and arrogance was there. And it was this pride and arrogance that took away everything out from him. And when he refused to do sajda to Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took away from him all the blessings. That aid that Allah gave him, that support, that honor that Allah gave him, everything was taken away and he was completely deprived. From that moment, Adam alayhi salatu was salam became his enemy. It was due to Adam alayhi salatu was salam to his understanding. Shaitan will not accept his own mistake. Human beings don't accept their own mistakes. The best person is the one who accepts his mistakes and learns from his mistake. Shaitan did not accept his mistake and he blamed everything on Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam. So there was this old score to settle with Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given special qualities to all the different creations that Allah has created. Insan has got some quality inside him. The malaika have got some quality inside them. And the jinns also have some quality inside them. Iblis has got that characteristics also. They have this ability to transform and take the, the, the image of anything and anything from the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be it animals or be it the form of a human being they have that power Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them that authority and the second thing another quality that ulama have mentioned is that wherever the shaitan the jinn are they have this power of blowing into an individual what is known as waswasa or the wasawis, evil inspiration. So a person can be in Makkatul Muqarraba and the shaitan can be here somewhere in England and he has that power to blow into that individual who he is connected to. An example of that, a specimen of that can be found in the works of a hypnotist those who hypnotize people and they have that ability to hypnotize people and this is also from the shaitan this is from the jinns so they have that ability so he had this old score to settle with Hazrat 
Adam alayhi salatu was salam. Adam alayhi salatu was salam was with his wife in Jannah. But that enmity, craving for revenge, to take revenge of Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam and to trick him. The only way to avenge Adam alayhi salatu was salam was to make him eat from that fruit tree which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbade him that don't go close to this tree wala taqraba don't even go close to this tree and now his mission was to push Adam alayhi salatu was salam close to that tree so that he eats from the fruits of that tree and eventually Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam as it is related in the Quran fa'akala and he ate and also Hazrat Hawa alayhi salam ate from that fruit tree and this was a trick Adam alayhi salatu was salam was tricked into the eating of that fruit a lot of people ask questions which what was that fruit tree what were the fruits was it an apple tree pear tree, what was it? Allah I have mentioned this is from min ilmin la yanfa. This knowledge is of no benefit. So to ask that, you know, the dogs of Ashabi Kahf, what color were they? Brown, white. This is min ilmin la yanfa. There is no benefit in understanding that. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not given uh, information of what were the fruits. The Mufassireen have mentioned and given us a few names, some have said a fig tree, some have said it was a grape tree, Wallahu alam. some have said it was a, a wheat tree, subhanallah, Allah has the knowledge. But Adam alayhi salatu was salam was tricked into, and I use the word very intentionally, tricked into eating from that fruit tree. Again a question might arise in the mind of some people, what a great Nabi, itne jalilul qadr paygambar, Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam. How could he get close to that tree which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clearly gave him instructions not to get close to and not to eat. But Adam alayhi salatu was salam fell into that trap laid by the shaitan. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned, فَأَخْرَجَهُمَا it was the shaitan that took both of them out from Jannah. Shaitan took them out. So the blame, the Quran has put blame on the shaitan. And very briefly, inshaAllah ta'ala, I'm going to give you some of the answers to this question, which are also mentioned in the books of Ahadith and books of Tafsir. Very, very important, my respected brothers. Even a lot of leading scholars have made mistakes and have gone astray by Aliyazu Billah saying that Anbiya alayhimu salatu was salam were not infallible beings and that they could make mistakes and there was a possibility that Anbiya alayhimu salatu was salam could engage in minor sins. Yani sagira guna me sagira guna ke murtakib ho sakte the. Aliyazubillah. According to Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Shafi'i, Imam Malik, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, there is a consensus 
And all the leading scholars, fuqaha, have clearly said, it is unanimously agreed that Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam, be it a Rasul, be it a Nabi, be it Rasul that are mentioned in the Quran, or be it messengers that are not mentioned in the Quran, such as Shish alayhi salatu wassalam, every single Nabi is ma'asumanil khata. Everyone is infallible, they are free from sins. Otherwise, Allahu Akbar, people would doubt the message they came with. People would doubt that. That how can we accept the message of a Nabi if they were prone to sins? If they could commit sins? So we have to understand, this is where the Christian community has gone wrong. And they believe in the original sin. And until now, subhanallah al Gumrahi ke upar gumrahi. Gumrahi ke upar gumrahi. Original sin. And this was a sin committed by Adam alayhi salatu was salam according to them. And that is why when we look at the biblical terms it is said that women are to be blamed because Hazrat Hawa played an instrumental role in inciting Adam alayhi salatu was salam towards eating from that fruit tree. This is not the Muslim concept. So they believe in this original sin. We as Muslims, Alhamdulillah, we have a very clear understanding. What Adam alayhi salatu wasalam did is translated as human error, which is possible. Human lapse. Insan say, khata ho sakti hai. Human error. Lapse that was on behalf of Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. And the ulama have mentioned that when Adam alayhi salatu was salam was in Jannah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pointed to him that you are to stay away from one tree, from this tree. Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam, as he was a human being, a Nabi, a Nabi, a human being, has his own understanding. Anbiya alayhi salatu was salam can also do ijtihad can also derive and present uh, solutions and conclusions from their own understanding. Like a mujtahid, when he takes out masail, even if he is wrong, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward him for that. Because he is a mujtahid. This was not done intentionally. When Adam alayhi salatu was salam was told not to eat from this fruit tree, in the mind of Adam alayhi salatu was salam, it was only that one particular tree. That not to eat from one particular tree which was pointed to him. Subhanallah. It's like when a person is traveling and someone says that be careful. Be careful of this camera. Be careful of this camera. So don't speed. So there are cameras everywhere nowadays to make business. Arzigapur camera. Adam alayhi salatu was salam was thinking it was one particular tree. This was his understanding. There was no other human being besides the wife. There was no communication. Today we have the whole biography of Iblis and how he deceives people and how he cheats people. But Adam alayhi salatu was salam had the knowledge but he did not have the experience. Knowledge and experience are two different things. He had the knowledge, he did not have the experience with shaitan. 
He did not know who Iblis was. It was the very first encounter, and Iblis had that power. It is in them, the jinns, that they could transform, they could change themselves. They could disguise themselves very well. And so Adam alayhi salatu wasalam ate from one fruit tree, which was of the same nature which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbade him to eat from. Not realizing that these were the same trees. And so this mistake came on behalf and fell on behalf of Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. And there are some words that are used in the Quran like asa. And that is translated with great care as this was a human error on behalf of Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. And the example of that is also in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam once came in the masjid, sat on the mimba, and he had gold in one hand and silk in the other hand, and he showed gold and silk to the ummah, to the companions, and he said, both of these are haram upon the male of my ummah. Both of these are haram upon the male of my ummah. This would not mean that that gold and that silk which was in the hands of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, those, the two that Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam had and was carrying, only that is haram. No, it meant that generally any gold, any type of gold, any type of silk is haram for men. So this was an error on behalf of Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. This was his understanding, forgetfulness. He did not realize that the hukam was for all the trees, not for just one tree as mentioned by Mufassireen. And also Mufti Shafi Saab has mentioned this in his tafsir. Secondly, the ulama say that shaitan came to him in, in a disguise as a well-wisher. And this is shaitan. Shaitan is very, very powerful. He did not come to Adam alayhi salatu wasalam and bluntly said to him that right, disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so eat from the fruit tree. He came in a very professional way, the master of all the sins, subhanallah, how he deceives people. And the Quran has mentioned some of his methods. And what he said to Adam alayhi salam, he says, Hal adulluka ala shadratil khuldi wa mulki la yabla. He came as a well-wisher and he said, Oh Adam alayhi salam, shall I show you a tree that if you eat from the fruit of that tree, you will have eternal life in this Jannah, that will mean that you will be close to Allah and you will worship Him all the time. This is in the Quran. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you infinite kingdom. You will not get out of Jannah. You and your wife will stay here in the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam did not know who this individual was. And Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam was tricked into eating the fruits from that tree. This was from the shaitan. And this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَوَسْوَسَ لَهُمُ الشَّيْطَانِ فَوَسْوَسَ لَهُمُ الشَّيْطَانِ This was the waswasa also. And this is how the shaitan came to Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam. And thirdly, some of the mufassireen have even mentioned 
that when he came to Adam alayhi salam, he says, Ya Adam, yes, Allah did stop you from eating from this fruit tree, but this was only in the beginning, when you were created. Now that you are strong, and all the body parts are functioning well, and you have seen the Jannah, and you have lived here for many, many years, so now that hukam, that command, is no longer in force. So you can eat from that fruit tree. It is like when, when you see a child, an infant, you will not give him solid food. Why he's an infant? Ab ek chota bachcha hai, teen saal ka, do saal ka, uske saamne apne boti rakhti, wo bichara kya khai? Chota bachcha ho. And when the child grows up, when he is healthy, when he is young, mashallah, then you put food in front of him. So he said, this was in the beginning. Now this is not the hukam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so eat from it. So this was the ijtihad of Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam and he ate. And the ulama have also mentioned, this is very important, the third answer, which is also in the Quran, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created insan with earthly material, and in the earthly material, there is this element that insan becomes uh, Forgetful, this element of nisyan is found in the earthly materials. Insan bhul jata hai, forgetfulness is inside him. And this is why the ulama have mentioned that the word insan comes out from the Arabic word nisyan. Insan nisyan. The man who makes mistakes, the one who forgets. Nasiya. And Allah says in the Quran, فَنَسِيَ وَلَمْ نَجِدَ لَهُ عَزْمَا That Adam alayhi salatu was salam forgot. Why? How did he forget? He lived in Jannah for years and years and years and years. And there were so many fruit trees. And by mistake, his hands were put on that part of the tree, that branch which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had forbade him that stay away from this tree. And he ate the fruit. And the fourth answer the ulama give that this was, these were events before Adam alayhi salatu was salam was given nabuwat. Let us not forget that. This was up in the heavens. Nabuwat was not given to Adam alayhi salatu was salam. Nabuwat was given to him when he came down on this. Uh, so these are events and stories that had taken place up in the heavens. So we have to understand some of the Masail very, very clearly. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has used some of the words and some of the translation the ulama have been very, very careful when you translate something that talks about the honor of a Nabi. Why hasanatul abrar sayyiatul muqarrabin? Someone who is very, very close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Something which we would consider to be makru for general people. But for those who are the mukarrabeen, something which is makru, undesirable for us, will become gunahe kabira. A major sin for those who are the mukarrabeen, very, very close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. An example of that can be cited in Surah Kahf. When the kuffar came and they said, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tell us about Ruh Zulkarnain. And the young boys of Ashab-e-Kahf. And Huzur alayhi salatu was salam said, come tomorrow. And some words did not come out from the mouth of Rasulullah, which is inshallah. But the heart was always constantly in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but he did not say inshallah. 
And for that, for 15 days, and some have said as many as 30 days, Jibreel Amin did not come. Why that relationship? Ab ek bacha hai, wo apni maa ko gali de. To maa ko kitni taklif hogi? Kyun? Wo rishta hai. Bacche ne gali di. The one who she kept in the womb for nine months. And if the neighbor's child swore at her, yes, it might break her heart, but the impact is not as severe in the case of the child swearing at the mother. So when you are the muqarrabeen, as Anbiya alayhimu salatu wa salama, very muqarrabeen, so in some cases, words are used in the Qur'an as a lesson for the ummah, that if these terms are used for the prophets, then you as followers of the prophets have to be very, very careful. Allah Rabbul Alameen, mujhe aapko, Tawfiq de. Fatalaqqa Adamu min Rabbihi kalimatin fataba alayhi. And Adam alayhi salatu was salam came down in Gujarat. Where did he come down? I mean, which district? Kari Islam Puri has invited everybody from India to England. Where did he come? Sri Lanka. No guarantee. Mashir Sri Lanka. Someone said, oh, he was from our ilaqa. The other people are saying, no, no, he came to our ilaqa. Yes, as far as history is concerned, it is said that Adam alayhi salatu was salam came down in that part of the region which is known as Hind, which is known as Hind. Where? Wallahu alam. When Adam alayhi salatu was salam came down, and the wife also came down, in, and she is resting in Jeddah, that is why it's known as we say Jiddah, but it is Jeddah. Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam, though in this dunya, he was not comfortable living in Jannah, came to this dunya, not because of dunya, or not because of Jannah, because of the fact that Anbiya alayhi salatu was salam are closely connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That pain and grief was still with him. That Allah told me to stay away from this tree. What guarantee have I got that Allah is razi with me, Allah is pleased with me. Now for him to come to this dunya was not a form of punishment. This was a decree that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had already decided even before the creation of Adam alayhi salatu was salam. Don't forget. But these were avenues that were used. And this is how Adam alayhi salatu was salam came down. But he was uncertain. That is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pleased with me. Subhanallah. And to give assurance to Adam alayhi salatu was salam, Allah says, فَتَلَقَّى آدَمُ مِن رَبِّهِ كَلِمَاتٍ Some statements were revealed to Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam. Dua'iyya jumleh. قَالَا رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَإِلَّمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ This tasbih was given to Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam as assurance, as a guarantee that Allah is pleased with you and this will satisfy you and do the zikr of Allah and the tasbih is, O oh Allah, we have wronged ourselves. If you are not to forgive us, then surely we are from the wrongdoers. This is an incredible tasbih. Anybody who has done sins in the past, 
And subhanallah, the ulama have mentioned that if you do tawbah istighfar with this kalimat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will wipe out all your past sins. Sare ke sare guna Allah paak mu'af kar denge. So for many years, Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam used this tasbih until assurance and guarantee he felt in the heart that now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with me. Because this is the sunnah of Anbiya alayhi salatu was salam crying in the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was something intrinsic inside Anbiya alayhi salatu was salam. It was part of them. Hamare yaha to hum haste rehte Anbiya alayhi salatu was salam ke hai cheez nahi hoti. When you look at the seer of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ajeeb description, it says that Tulul Hazan, Tulul Hazan, that Huzur alayhi salatu was salam, when you looked at him, it was as if though there was anxiety with him, this fikr was with him 24 hours. وَكَانَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ يَزْحَقْ and Huzur alayhi salatu was salam would smile more. There was hardly laughter from his mouth. It was a smile that came out. So this was the tartib of Anbiya alayhi salatu was salam. InshaAllah ta'ala. I wanted to finish off uh, in this session some of the important events that had taken place with Hazrat Adam alayhi salatu was salam. Muhtasar dua kalle. Allahumma salli ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana Muhammadin nabiyyil umi wa ala alihi wa salim taslima. Allahumma taqabbal minna wa tub alayna inna kanta tawabu rahim. Allahumma inna nasaluka al-afwa wal-afiyyata fi dunya wal-akhira. Sami'ina wa ta'ana gufranaka rabbana wa ilayka al-masir. Birahmatika ya arhamar rahimin.